of the tribe insults. The Sunshine Patriot in a crisis shrinks from the service of their country. The winter is coming. Did you hear the call? Winter is coming, and we know what is coming with it. No matter your thoughts or convictions, you must be prepared for the hardships that come with the winter. No matter your current position on the journey, stay a while. This is where you can find the tools and the fire to continue on your path. Join Odin and Tyr and answer Winter's Call. Hello and welcome to another exciting episode of Winter's Call. I am Odin and this is... Tyr, what are you doing? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I literally hit the start button and my brain went, are we really going to do this? And my mouth is going, I need to say words. I'm going to say words. Yes, I say words. <laughs> it's one of those things, though. I mean, it's an interesting topic. So, we're going to discuss conspiracy theories. Rabbit holes, per se. And their prevalence in society today and why they are dangerous. Or not. Maybe they're not dangerous. Maybe they're useful tools. So, right now, the world is ripe for conspiracy theories. Why? Is it Because be we're so used to lies. Is it that we're so used to lies or we're waiting for somebody to come rescue us? Or are we waiting for somebody to take accountability for the condition that the world is in? It's a very skewed sense of accountability. It's expecting somebody else to take accountability so you can just blame them for your own action. But it's easier that way. Well, that's true, but... <laughs> <laughs> I mean, Odin, that's not what we're talking about. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah yeah like we're that. supposed to talk about the dangers of them not the let's all accept them so all right let's talk about the fun one first let's talk about the crazy conspiracy theories that most people just laugh at <coughs> like oh what i know i know i know what do we all live in a fish globe Snow globe. It's snow globe, not fish globe. Snow globe. Oh. Okay. Ah, flat earth. Yes. So, surprisingly, there's a large number of people who believe that the world is flat. And that we live under a giant dome. And that there is no space. And, yes, people actually believe this. No, I don't know why. <laughs> I do. I do. I got an idea for you. Because people, like, individuals that we're aware of... They, they feel that if an entity that you place authority and trust in lies to you about something, then everything must be a lie. So you don't trust anything. They, they believe in a, a all-or-nothing approach. You realize that that is literally the liberal mindset. Abraham Lincoln freed the slaves. But because he said something derogatory one time, then everything he stood for. Or Thomas Jefferson. Thomas Jefferson owned slaves. So everything that he said or did in his entire life, we need to get rid of. This is the wait, mindset wait, wait. of the flatter society. Well, hold on, hold on, hold on. Not, not to get off on a tangent here, but if that's the true, if that is the actual case, then we've got George Floyd was a woman-beating thug on fentanyl and other drugs, but we can't say anything about that because... You're not in well, the mainstream media. You don't get to determine the narrative. Stay in line, sheeple. Uh, not you. Uh, you. You know what I mean. That. That is why. 
is because it doesn't fit their narrative. It was the same reason that within five minutes of a mass shooting being a white person, they know that dude's name. They've shut down his, you know, they've shut down his Facebook page, his Instagrams, his TikToks. Everybody knows his names, his history. They have all the pictures of him from high school. But let that person be a person of color. And suddenly, they're quiet. It's the same reason that they can riot for months and months on end and burn buildings and do all this stuff. But a couple of people break a window in the national capital and they're considered terrorists. Not just that. Not just that. It's anybody who was on the capital grounds now. Yeah, I know. They, they were standing on the lawn hundreds of feet away and they're guilty of insurrection. Yeah. Trespassing. Trespassing is the charge that they're going that they're that they're charging them with to be called an insurrectionist. At what mm. point in society we you, you know what, let's not let's save this one for another day. We're here to talk <laughs> about conspiracy theories. <laughs> Sorry, Speaking God. of conspiracy theories how about Ruby Rich? I mean, no, um, Waco. I don't know. Um, uh, look, 9-11, look, no, um, look. Oklahoma City. No, no, no. There's just so many of them. Let's go back to Flat Earth. Flat Earth makes, is much easier. Well, what makes a good conspiracy theory? What makes them both insidious, dangerous, but so effective a tool? Uh, conspiracy theories are not always bad. As a matter of fact, the original term that they used for conspiracy theorist is was a CIA term that was used to discredit people who bucked the norm and bucked the narrative. They used it to denigrate people. Then you have people like Alex Jones, who for decades everybody thought was just this crazy, coked out or drugged out, alcoholic crazy madman screaming the they're turning the fo frogs gray gay gray <laughs> gay <laughs> either or right and people called him crazy and now as we progress we realize that most of what he said even if his delivery wasn't what we could tolerate what he said for the most part was true and yet and if you ever want to know if his stuff is true, ask yourselves why they erased him as a person from the internet. If you ever want to know who holds the power over you, look at the people you're not allowed to criticize. He's here and he went after. Now, granted, I don't, I don't agree with his Sandy Hook conspiracy theory that you know the mass shooting was a false flag. I believe that it was used by the government to con to restrict the Second Amendment rights, but I do not believe man is perfectly capable of doing evil stuff. We all know this. But conspiracy theories are insidious in the fact, or is the, in the fact that for every good conspiracy theory, there are hundreds of them out there that are dangerous. Well, I think it comes down to, uh, we've discussed this between you and me before, but the best kind of lie or the best kind of misdirection is something that has just enough truth to be plausible, to be palatable. Well, yeah, everything has to be sort of true. Uh, there has to be some 
ring of truth. For example, the flat earthers sit here and they want to try to use some scripture, uh, twisted scripture to sit here and justify uh, flat earth in the Bible, even though there are other scriptures that state otherwise. Some people want to use, oh, well, they believed in flat earth Christopher Columbus. No, that is not true. That is a totally fabricated story, right? Some, you know, they want to they want to justify their belief in a flat earth because it gives them a sort of uh, Gnostic type of knowledge. Gnostic, for those of you who don't know, is a hidden knowledge. Uh, it's it's used many times throughout history. But if you're a Christian, one of the biggest issues of a church or of the early church was people who had secret knowledge. Stuff that you had to be part of the club to know. So when I refer to Gnostic, it's not the biblical sense. It's not the stuff that plagued the early church. When I mean Gnostic, it is secret knowledge within a group that other people don't have. And the people that have it view themselves as special. And that is where conspiracy theories become dangerous. Because you have an organization that is... Uh, I think you wanted to use the term, what, uh, controlled opposition? Right. Where You're... they allow certain conspiracy theories that are, they, they give them enough credibility that they sound, and then they, they pass the information along secretly. So that if you're in the know, you have this Gnostic wisdom, these secrets that nobody else knows. <coughs> And then they build up your, they build up your beliefs uh, in in these conspiracy theories. We know organizations that do it right now that exist. Follow the plan. Yeah, follow the plan. Sit on your ass. Don't do anything. Your savior is coming. It's things like that, though. It's it's that sheep mentality that that leads to. I'm not saying every conspiracy is wrong. Because there, are, if you're a minutely intelligent, logical being, you understand that government never has your best intentions at heart. So, I mean, you know that conspiracy, by its very nature, happens all around us, in one scale or another. But a lot of these people will latch on to the utterly ridiculous because it frees them of any responsibility. It frees them of a perception of guilt. And it frees them of accountability. Three things that I say are extremely important for a winter soldier. Right. Well, all right. Let's not beat around the bush. Let's talk about the big bad boogeyman number 17, Q himself. The QAnon. Well, let's be honest here. I want to preface a little bit here. Because you and I have butted heads a little bit about it, but we agree about a lot of different things. The original Q... Started out with inside information. He had that information and he gave it freely and it proved to be correct. But when's the last time Q actually made an actual drop? December 2020. So you're telling me that this entire time these people are listening and putting their faith in what? Nostradamus. I mean, Q. <laughs> well, they're putting people like McAfee, people that have that hidden knowledge. Right, that Gnostic knowledge that is so dangerous. See, here's my problem with Q, is that the original Q, the original 8chan sites, the original, I mean, 
there was stuff that happened before then, right? The 9-11 conspiracies and all of them. Q took all of those conspiracy theories and blended them together. Became a welcoming platform for all of the people who thought that they were crazy. That thought they, that other people had called crazy. Brought them together and provided a community. He, they, took parts of each of the conspiracies and gave credibility. A lot of people are not going to like me for what I'm about to say, but Q is controlled opposition. Think about it. You have been told, while, demo- while freedom and this country is dying, you have been told to sit on your ass and prepare for the storm. To follow the plan, to wait on the plan, to sit on your ass and do nothing while your freedoms and your rights are going away. But because you're looking for a conspiracy, you're, you're looking for Trump to mysteriously show up on a white horse floating from the clouds to come and save you, or Q and the military leaders to round up all of these evil people who are truly evil people and take them to prison. And you're going to show me clips. Like, my favorite one is the one where they show Hillary Clinton getting loaded into a van. This is her getting arrested. A simple Google search will show you that that is video from the 2016 campaign. She's not getting arrested. That is when she started to collapse and put in. The problem is, is that people are told time and time and again, you can't believe your own eyes. You can't do your own research. Google's going to lie about it. Okay, well, somebody has that information. It takes a simple search to find out that a lot of the conspiracy theories and the facts that they're getting and the clips and all that stuff. But if you have someone who is a true believer in Q, and this is what's dangerous, if you have somebody who's a true believer in Q and you question Q, you question the motives, you question how are you twisting the dates you know, that's that's some Nostradamus shit where we're gonna take names and twist them to fit however we want and use hindsight as twenty twenty to go justify where Nostradamus was right. How is that any different than how they interpret Q drops? But if you if you ask those types of questions, you're the enemy. You don't believe. You don't trust in the plan. We can't be friends. Unfollow me. Unfriend me. Does that not worry you? I mean... Oh, it worries me. And, and what's even more terrifying about it is when you look at it and you realize that the direct correlation can be drawn between that level of blind faith, I guess you would say, is the same as on the left where you have all these people that are listening to individuals that are athletes or rappers, have more money than God, saying that they're oppressed, making up, fabricating a, a racial disparity that is not there. But see, on on this side, with the Q-tards, as I'm going to call them, with the Q-tards, they think that these people are idiots, that the left is idiots, they're snowflakes, they can't handle the truth, fuck your feelings, facts over feelings. But then when you give them facts, it's an automatic rejection. It's an automatic rabid reaction because you rock the boat. <laughs> you went against the grain. See, I don't follow Q 
but a lot of the stuff that they have put out, I came to my own conclusion. So I don't dismiss everything that Q puts out. But don't think that there's this giant master plan of somebody's going to save you. It literally allows... Okay, if I was a cabal... If I was a cabal and I wanted to control and take over America, I wouldn't have to worry about the left. Because no. the left is going to follow daddy government. They're going to follow the people in power. I have to worry about the people on the right. I have to worry about the gun-toting patriots that bleed red, white, and blue that have the ability to sit here and come after me with guns. Because I haven't quite figured out how to get guns out of the equation yet. But I have a plan. Right? My plan we is, I sit here and I pretend to be... I pretend to be the voice of opposition to myself. And I set up all of these conspiracy theories and I get people, I, I, I liken it to a champagne bottle. I put that cork on it and I shake it and I shake it and I shake it and I get them all pent up. And then I sit here and declare there's going to be a false flag on blah, 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 blah. And there is. And people sit here and the people on the left are going to believe exactly what I tell them to believe. And the people on the right are going to go, see, Q said it was false. Therefore, I give myself credibility. Now I have an army. Because I don't care if the authoritarian is on the left or the authoritarian is on the right. Because I am the authoritarian cabal. And I can do what I want to do with either side. You know, it wasn't until you asked me. Like I, You and I kind of butted heads a little bit on it. Um, I've, I've always been the kind of person to do my own research and, and take everything I hear with a grain of salt. But when you ask me to set aside my own emotional attachment and come at it from a strictly strategic side of, of, of thinking, how would I take over a nation like America? And I came to the exact same conclusion. When you control both sides, when you control the media, when you control education, when you control entertainment, you can control both sides of this equation, it becomes a self-fulfilling prophecy. You can literally set up everything. You can, the one group of people that you should fear are going to be lulled into a, a sense of complacency because you've proven to be correct. You've proven to be true. So they stop verifying and they start trusting blindly. Right. And that's my biggest issue with, with Q-tarts. Well, it gets, Not, it gets even better. Think about it. I can sit here and say, I can get the media to preach the Great Reset, right? And make it the boogeyman for the right and the savior for the left. Okay, so how do I get the right? It's called the Great Awakening. It is, if you look at the goals, they're very similar. Except in one, I have right authoritarian. And let, on the other, I have left authoritarian. You're either going to have a military state that believes in freedom and patriotism, which changes very quickly into nationalism, right? How quickly does blind patriotism turn into blind statism? Yeah. And on the other side, I have the people who want the Great Reset because it's, you will be, and both of them end up with the same thing. If you look at the goals, ultimately it breaks down to this. You will own nothing and you will be happy. 
On one side, you will own no physical property, and on the other, you will own no intellectual property. You will not be held accountable. Look, every time that the internet goes down, stand by! Nine days of darkness, ten days of darkness. If you know, you know. That is all Gnostic. That is all conspiracy. If you want, go do your own research. You'll come to the same conclusions that some of what Q says is true. And for a, lo- for a while, I was like, hey, maybe there is something to this Q. But then I realized that they were getting their information from the same place as I was. They weren't, dicta- they weren't some genie because I came to the same stuff they did and probably a couple months earlier. So I'm not a conspiracy theorist. I'm a walking spoiler alert. <laughs> well, I think that's the problem, though, is so many people don't want to be held accountable for their own inaction. They don't want to do their own research. That's because what did I say in our first episode? And, and it's one of my signature lines. We taught people what to think, not how to think. We taught them, this is what you do. But you not, have to. How if, did you get to this point? If you were Q and you were controlled opposition, you had to know that you had to do, that you had to predict stuff that you knew was going to come true. You had to make those predictions. Because once you're verified true, and say Q can't, you know, Q has been around for a lot longer than most people think. But starting in 2017, they were very, very accurate. Up until December of 2020, when all of a sudden they went quiet. You don't think that timeline is strange to you? Controlled opposition. They told you that there was a shadow government. The mask has started to slip off of the cabal for a while. Trump was had a hand in that. But if you don't think that Trump has skeletons in his closet that they can't leverage against him, you are blind and foolish. I think everyone, uh, just a bit of a tangential thought here, I think everyone needs to realize that every single person, no matter how good you think you are, has something. That can be used against you. It really comes down to whether or not you care. Fair. I think Trump might be one of those people who just doesn't care. Like he's got enough money that if everything was to collapse, he would be fine. <laughs> and and, I'm not, and, and I'm not for a while, I would wrong. love that. But he is not a messiah figure. No. and that's And that's one of the biggest things that has bothered me when we have well let, let, let's look at let's look at our previous social platform one of the biggest things that bothered me about tiktok is the fact that you have all these people that have a voice but rather than voice their own opinion do their own actual research they use it to regurgitate what they've been told and they think it makes them special and then if you dare step out of line well you're just not a patriot like, at what point did being, at what point is being a patriot about following the herd? Well, the good thing is, is that in today's society, to be a true patriot, all you have to do is stand still. Because the sheep are running off the cliff. You just have to stand still. And everybody's going to call you crazy. Don't you see? The end is at the is right over there. We just have to follow the crowd. 
Oh, no. you know what? I'm going to spring one on you. I'm going to spring one. I'm no longer going to refer to them as sheep. From now on, I'm going to refer to them all as lemmings. Lemmings. Because okay. they will run themselves right off a cliff. Wait, 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 it. wait, 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 wait. You need to know one of the dark Disney secrets. And this is the point at which our podcast goes to an evil rabbit hole. You realize that that entire film where they showed the lemmings leaping off of the thing was totally manufactured by Disney? Yeah. So why would you call them... Le well, I guess Disney and the Cabal chasing them off the cliff is fitting. Okay, fine. You can call them lemmings. Way to catch up, Odin. <laughs> you need another cup of coffee or something? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> but no, it's okay. So let me... While, while you're doing that, let me, let me sit here for a second. I'm not saying... That there isn't a conspiracy. I'm not saying that everything that Q says is wrong. What I'm saying is that one of the most dangerous things you can have in any organization, anything, is blind faith. You give someone a little bit of knowledge, a little bit of information, and they think they know everything and they have no idea how much they don't actually know. Yeah. See, I can give, if I was the cabal and I was running Q... Or if I was the controlled opposition in charge of Q, I would give certain people pieces of information, certain keys, so that they could be elevated, so that they would get power. People that trusted them would then trust me. And slowly, I would get their blind allegiance. And that's what it is at this point, is blind allegiance. Because most of what they have predicted has been false. How many dates have come and gone where Trump is supposed to walk back into the White House? But of course, oh, now they have... Oh, don't worry about it. it be by the 20th. Oh, don't worry about it. it be by April 14th. Oh, don't worry about it. By June 17th, we'll be on this. August, I'm so sick. Oh, wait. Wait, wait, wait. Here's the new one. Biden's not actually president. <laughs> As if we needed to know that. But... Because Trump is really in charge, because Biden is in this fake uh, office White House setting. office setting where they're doing all these photoshops. Okay, say that's true. Are you then telling me that Trump is the reason that this country is dying? It makes because, no logical sense. Because there that is, is no... that is the only way that you can figure that if Trump was in charge, that means he is willful in letting this country die. Is that but don't what you, you dare say that. Don't you dare say that. that oh. That's just, oh, how dare you? You're not even a real conservative, are you? I don't care. I never claimed to be conservative. Never. No, I, I, I mean to be a constitutionalist. I, I have claimed to be conservative because people would use it as an interchangeable term and trying to explain everybody that I'm... Uh, a uh, constitutional anarchist takes a little too long. <laughs> Ain't that the truth? But no, it's like I sit here and you look at it and you go, what better way to control the one group of people you have to fear? And now, in all honesty, though, when you would ask me that question, and I did a, a three-minute segment on it, but one of the things that, that has always stuck in my head since then is like if I wanted to control, if I wanted the perfect army, what I would do is I would ostracize these people on the right. I would abuse them. I would ostracize them, and I would give them – I'd push them right up to that point 
of rage, of justifiable rage. And then I flip the switch. I have an army of zealots that will, like I said, strike out and righteous. You shake it up and you wait for the moment to pop that cork. And we've seen it happen to the left. They sit here and right after COVID came out and the lockdowns, you had all of this societal pressure. Wear your mask, stay indoors, isolation, no, you know, your kids can't go to school, you're stuck at home with them, you're going to lose your job, everything, we're going to shake this bottle up, we're going to shake this bottle up, right? Injustice, unfairness, George Floyd, pop! And all of that social unrest comes out exactly when I want it. And then, right before the election, starts to die down. Election comes and goes. Trump gets all the blame. Black Lives Matter and Antifa aren't really an issue anymore. Oh, you say that, but here's here's a funny little tidbit for recent news for anybody paying attention. Um, I actually, for once in my life, want to hug Black Lives Matter leaders because in New York City, they're standing up saying that the 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 vaccine mandates and man and making it illegal not to have a, a vaccine is uh is is racial. Racially charged and and unjust. I'm like, oh my god. Okay, you, wait. It's just proof that even a blind squirrel can get a nut every wait. now and then. I wanna I wanna challenge that. Do you believe that they don't like the mandate, or do you think it is a way for to get them for attention from the White House and from the administration, like they had with Trump? Think All about right, it. If wait. If we're think, gonna go down this, wait. Think about it. Once Biden got in office, he refused to meet with the leaders of BLM. The one thing he's doing now is pushing vaccine mandates, which target people of color because they have higher vaccine hesitancy than the rest other populations in the United States. Oh, we'll go even further. What's that girl's name? Uh, Joy Bahir, Bashir, whatever her Joy name Bear. is on The View. Uh, whatever. Twitter twat. She makes a statement that she understands the reticence because of things like the Tuskegee Project and things like that. I can understand that, too, to a large degree. That's not where I, I draw my issue. What I draw my issue with is, is her next choice of phrase is, I don't know why you're so worried about it. The experiment's already been done on white people. It's just proof, it, it's just proof positive of that statement. From One of my favorite books, and I know that it was never intended to be political, but one of my favorite books... It's a it's a fantasy book, but he makes a statement that if things were to suddenly change and you were to suddenly become in power, bad things would still happen. They would just happen to other people. Fair. Black Lives Matter has always been about sensationalism. It's always been it's one of the best, worst kept conspiracy theories, in my opinion, for one reason. They always find the most sensational example of racially charged violence but ignore the fact that these people have either been resisting arrest they're felons they're armed they're dangerous they're criminals caught in a criminal act but we never pay attention to that because the only thing that matters in this theory is that a white man shot a black man yep it's never a criminal committed crime it's always that a black man was shot by a white man. Or a white you man. Brought up, 
you brought up Biden and and you know where I was going to go with this and I don't know why you would expect any different but they literally got the most racist man in politics at this time to run for president to go against who they thought was racist to the point where the man said if you don't blow, if you don't know if you're going to vote for me you ain't black I'm telling you that that was planned Oh yeah because at any moment, they could justify removing him from office. If it wasn't for his declining mental condition, if it wasn't for Afghanistan, if it wasn't for all of the stuff that he's doing, they could at any point sit here and look at his record, the same record that we used when he was running against Trump, and sit here and say, look at what he said. He's a racist. He needs to go. It is built in backup. It's a contingency plan. Well, I mean, and that's, uh, I think, the the best, you know, call me a conspiracy theorist for this because you can't prove it. But the the thing that people need to realize is your vote doesn't matter anymore. It hasn't mattered in a long time. I agree. They pick and choose. We all talk. Uh, 2020 showed us one thing is the fact that uh, election integrity is a joke. It doesn't matter. We've pulled the curtain away from the Wizard of Oz. That hidden knowledge that that vote never mattered to begin with is now open, and they don't care. Yep. People's eyes should have been opened in 2000. When they sit here and they had the Electoral College that decided that they were going to vote for who they wanted to vote, not how the votes went in their state, should have told you how far down we have, or how much we have actually lost. In 2016, where they are encouraging the Electoral College to go against the will of the people to vote for Hillary Clinton instead of Donald Trump, should have been another wake-up call. The fact that 120% of a population were voting should be a wake-up call. But see, that makes us the conspiracy theory, not sit here and wait for a plan that doesn't fucking exist. Oh, I'm sure it exists. I'm I'm telling you that they are controlled opposition. I believe that in the very core of my being. That they are telling people to sit on their ass and not act so that they can build up that rage level to the point where we are the storm becomes an actual reality. But it won't be organized. It'll be five or six... I'll be generous. Five or six hundred people with guns who do something stupid because they're so pissed off and so enraged that they decide that they're going to take on the entire government by themselves. And then they're go- Then the government will be justified in their eyes and in the eyes of the public to go and remove guns. I told you my plan. What's going to happen is that they're going to start mandating or they're going to make it illegal for you to leave your home without a vaccine. And they're going to go door to door and they're going to start vaccinating people by force if necessary. They're going to get to a redneck. They're going to get to somebody who believes that they are the storm who's going to sit here and shoot one of these vaccinators and it's going to create an act of violence. And that is going to sit here and it's going to be wall-to-wall news coverage for months. You think January 6th was covered? Watch this one. 
And it's going to be these people, these heroes who are trying to save the world from the unvaccinated. They're already laying the groundwork. From the unvaccinated are going to sit here and they're going, they're, they're risking their lives. And look, this Bubba, and I've talked about the Bubba effect a lot. But this Bubba, this redneck, this Trump supporter, this Q, QAnon follower, and that's what's going to happen, killed one of these brave heroes. This is why we say guns are dangerous. Red flag laws start going off. If you have an American flag, somebody's going to report you. You have a Trump We're already hat, to that point. Somebody's going to report you. Oh, but it'll be nationwide. And then they'll do door-to-door confiscations. Now, I'm going to say something that'll be a little... Incendiary. That's the word I'm going to use. But that individual... that You mean more than this entire episode? (laughs) I'm not going to say that person was wrong if they fire in defense of their home. You know what's wrong? Here's where I'm going to piss a bunch of people off. You know what's wrong? Where was that energy when it was needed? Where was that energy when we could have stopped it? Where was that energy when it actually mattered? Instead, we have a bunch of people that are talking. And what's funny is you've got so many of them that are talking about follow the plan, follow this, follow that. COVID's a a hoax or so on and so forth. And they're not 100% wrong, but on the same note, you're like, where is that same energy? And then you suddenly flip around when you find out that Afghani refugees, people that we promised sanctuary because they helped us, are going to end up in your state. And suddenly it's all about COVID. This is why I say that summertime Patriots are so dangerous is because they will flip-flop on a heartbeat. Flip-flop because it does not, it's uncomfortable. I don't like this. And so many of them are along the same lines where they have no accountability for themselves. They are a sheep. They are a, a, a good little soldier that just follows orders. It's not good little soldiers that built this nation. It's not good little soldiers that protected our rights and freedoms throughout our history. It is not good little soldiers that brought about you know, the, the, the Civil Rights Act or civil rights reform. These were not good little acquiescent soldier boys. These were people that stood up and said, that's wrong. And to hell with the consequences. And if you're going to beat me for my beliefs, so be it. This country is worth fighting for, and if necessary, we're dying for. At and I think that's what separates uh, And I think that's what separates a summer patriot from a winter soldier. But if you look around the world, America should never be in this position. We no. should have fucking stood up 18 months ago. Period. If you look at Canada, we should have seen that. If you look at Australia, you should have seen that. We should not be looking to examples around the world about how to grow a set of nuts. Romania just shut down their vaccine te- their vaccine facilities in Romania. They are now free. There is no more vaccines being given out in Romania as of yesterday. 
They are a free people. Romania. Do you know why they stood up? Because they experienced what actual socialism and communism are. And they saw that shit coming and they shut it down. What happened to the people in Cuba? Two weeks to sit here and talk about it and then it's gone. How about Brazil? Where they were shooting their own people. Where they were running them over with tanks. What happened? Did we stop caring about them? How about Taiwan? COVID comes out and Taiwan is gone. And now you sit here and now when Taiwan comes into the news, it's China's about to take it over. But here's the problem. Everybody's like, oh, what do we care about Taiwan? Okay, fine. Fuck Taiwan. But here's what here's the dirty little secret they're not telling anybody. If China takes Taiwan, within a matter of a month, they're gonna go after Japan. And we've already proven that we'll turn our backs on our allies. Yeah. We promised Japan that we would fight for them. That's part of that agreement. And if you don't like that agreement, that's fine. Then let them build a fucking military that can repel China. Because if China takes over Japan, Taiwan, Hong Kong, all of those areas, guess what? All of your technology that you enjoy today will be gone. All innovation. You think that they have us by the nuts when it comes to manufacturing now? Let them be in charge of every piece of technology that comes in the United States. Because we don't make shit here. Do you want to know something that woke me up last year? Well, I was... I hate to say that it woke me up. but something that resonated with my soul. And it made me cry at the same time. Is when I realized that in Hong Kong in Cuba, in all these places where they were celebrating and they were fighting for freedom, what were they waving? The American flag. And in our own nation, the last bastion of actual freedom on the planet, they want to change that because it's a sign of oppression. Because it's embarrassing. Look, it started it started when we sit here and when we started to change the names of holidays because they offended somebody, when we started to change pronouns, when we started to accept the lunacy of the left to go along and get along because we want to be viewed as tolerant. Guess what? At this point, you have overused the word racist and Nazi so much that words, those words don't carry the same meaning that they used to. You know, one of my favorite movies is V for Vendetta. I like the book better, but V for Vendetta. I like the comic book better, actually. But, uh... <coughs> Nerd. Pa- shut up. Part of... <laughs> you have to understand the history of that comic to understand why it is so relevant to today. But... If... In, in the movie, because I'll use the movie reference... In the movie, he says that I can't, he couldn't die because he's an idea and words will always retain their power. He was wrong. Yes. Words will not always retain their power. The true words, the true definitions for those who seek and learn will always retain their power. But in terms of the general masses of people, Until they are awakened, until they decide to make a stand, they lose their relevance. They lose their power. 
20 years ago, somebody had called you a racist or a Nazi, you'd be, you'd punch that dude in the face. Now, if somebody heartbeat. calls that, it's like, whatever, leftist, whatever, snowflake, you know, it, it water off a duck's back. They lost their power. If and that's ev- by design. Yeah. If, if everyone is a racist, then no one is a racist. If everyone is a Nazi, then no one is a Nazi. That is what has happened to those words. They have changed the definition of tolerance. I talked about that uh, a couple shows ago, where tolerance in its original nineteen or in nineteen eighty two was uh, was defined as the ability to accept countering an oppositional uh, viewpoint and it being accepting of its existence. Tolerance does not mean that now. Tolerance means that you will believe exactly as I believe, or I'm going to shut you down and cancel you. That is not tolerance. You have officially become so open-minded that your brain has fallen out. (laughs) Become so tolerant, there's no room for any independent thought. What we have run into is a problem on both sides, on the left and on the right, where... Wrong think is worse than any actual action. No. The right, when they do it, they justify the same way that the left does, using the exact same terminology. TikTok was the perfect example of that during the Bryson Gray. What he said was wrong, but he was entitled to say it. It was well, wrong. See, that's what I never understood. It's like, yeah, did I disagree with him? Yes. Did I say that he was being a bigot? Yes. But did I say he should be canceled? No. You have the right to say that. But you would be the minority position, unfortunately. How many people went after him? I'm canceling him. I'm removing his music that you literally used for the last year and a half as a rallying cry. But because you don't like what he said. What he said was wrong. Sure. But you don't get to cancel somebody. The definition of a patriot is the one who stands for the smallest minority, that of the individual. Which means free speech is free fucking speech. You should be allowed to say whatever you want. And if it proves that you're an idiot, good. It makes it easier to find out who I can depend on (laughs) when (laughs) shit goes down. You know what I'm saying? (laughs) I mean, let's be honest with this. I want you to tell me that you read Mein Kampf. I want you to tell me that you're a racist. I want you to tell me all of this stuff. Why? So I can avoid it. And when stuff happens, I know who I can and cannot depend on. Please, Confucius say... And here I get in trouble. Confucius once said that it is better to keep your mouth shut and have people believe that you are an idiot than to open up your mouth and prove otherwise. I know Confucius didn't say that, but my meme says that Confucius said that. And I don't care. (laughs) I'll take... Uh, if we're going to get philosophical about it, hey guys, so uh, since, since I'm Tyr, then let's just use the art of war. Know yourself and not your enemy. For every victory you'll have, you will suffer a defeat. Know neither yourself nor your enemy, and you will never know victory. But if you know yourself and your enemy, you need not fear the outcome of any battle. And that's why I love about social media platforms. It's what I well I used to love is the fact that I could I could get people's differing viewpoints. 
But we've reached such a delineation, uh, such a demarcation between the sides that no one's willing to have that conversation anymore. You have your social justice warriors on one side and your conspiracy theory nut jobs on the other. And I don't trust either one of them to have my back in a foxhole. Yeah, what happens when the conspiracy theory comes out from Q or from somebody on the right that says that we need to join with the left? What happens when it says that you need to accept something that goes against your absolute moral code? Will you? How many summer times? How many summer times do you think would actually be on board with removing things like free speech or the Second Amendment, the right to bear arms, if it meant being secure? I think uh, quite a few of them. If they see, if if Joe Biden was to make a proclamation that says, "Look, we're going to put it up for a vote." I'll get rid of mandates, I'll get rid of masks, I'll get rid of taxes, I'll get rid of all of this government oversight if you agree to be censored and you agree to give up your guns. How many people would agree with it? I think that that number would shock a lot of people. It wouldn't me. I mean, think about what we've dealt with in the last six months alone, where you watch people that that have forgotten what it is they're fighting for, and it's all become who they're fighting against. Yeah. Like, when you do something like that, I'm willing to say that, well, down with the government right now, because of small uh, of things that don't even matter. A perceived slight, a perceived fault. But they gobble it up because that gives them a reason... A, a, a lack of accountability, someone they can blame to just follow orders, but it gives them a excuse to give in to their baser nature, which is why people like the Qtards or other conspiracy theorists that just wholeheartedly suck into it and blindly believe terrify me more than anybody on the left ever could. But I'm going to be honest with you. If... if and, and, and be honest when I when I say something, I want your opinion. If Q was to come out right now, somebody that we trust and admire was to come out right now and say, "All right, look, tomorrow's the day. We're taking over the government, and we have verified a million patriots. Summertime or not, we march. Would you go?" If this was 10 months ago, yes. But I watched over the last 18 months as people that I thought cared about this nation buckled and acquiesced. All right. My actual actual answer? My actual answer? I wouldn't march with them. I would march with people that I trusted. If they all went, I would fight. Say, because I'm I'm a firm I'm a firm believer in standing up for my principles regardless of the consequence. Right. But that doesn't mean I'm going to blindly follow the crowd as they go into the wood chipper. I'm not going to docilely stand there and go into the gas chamber because everyone else is doing it. Fair. You can't trust these people anymore. Say, they don't have this Say you turn on the news tomorrow and a million people are marching towards Washington DC to go take their government back. 
Do you march with a million people? Oh, that's a hard question. Like you said, if this was 10 months ago, maybe. But at this particular point, the first thing I would do is I'd realize that shit was about to hit the fan. So the first thing I would do is make sure that my family and the people that I care about are safe. And then I'd hit the front line. But at that point, I wouldn't be following anyone's direction. Fair. What about you? If a million people were marching tomorrow, would you join them? No. Pretty much for the same reason? No. No? I can't drive. <laughs> oh, fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> I walked right into that one. <laughs> no. <laughs> no. Um, uh, on a serious note, would I? If I saw people stand up and I knew their reasons for marching, I thought we should have fucking been marching over a year ago. I'm going to be honest with you. While yep. Trump was still in office, these lockdowns were fucking ridiculous. And they should have... Look, when when a reformed pastor speaks out and says in August of 2020 that 96% of the COVID positive cases were hoaxes or they were... They, they weren't real. And people still sat at home and people still sat and they didn't do anything. I thought we should have been walking before then, but I'll, I'll use that one as an example. With all of the riots and everything going on, the fact that the media had exempted themselves, the entertainment industry had exempted themselves, the government had exempted themselves and still accepted us to be the slaves, to be the sheep. That people didn't stand, I was I was sad. They should have already done it. If they do it now, if they do it with any force other than massive amounts of force, I would want to know their reasons. Why are you marching? What is your red line? And it should and if they tell me, look, I'm gonna be honest with you. I'll go to war to defend my family. Right? I'll go to war to preserve what's left of this country. I have no problems with that. But if you tell me that it's part of the plan, I'm staying my ass the fuck home. Yeah, once bit, twice shy on that. I think my my biggest reason why I wouldn't... I, I, I'm with you on that I would have to know, but I think my biggest reason why I don't trust people that would be marching is because not only did we have a chance to do it, but all these people are so willing to blindly follow some ambiguous or nebulous plan that I, I'm like, we're going to march ourselves directly into an authoritarian government. Because when that knee-jerk reaction hits, these people are primed. They're, they're perfectly primed for wholesale slaughter. For no other reason than you disagree with them. And that's something that I, 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 I it terrifies me. So, uh, I'm going to be honest, you know, when this podcast comes out, we're going to make a lot of enemies on both sides. 
you realize that we effectively decided that we went Odin and Tyr effectively choose to piss off everybody and we know that when one of you is in charge we're going to fucking jail <laughs> well let, let's be honest about it you and I've always had this though that is something that is integral to being a winter soldier you stand up for your principles regardless of if it's popular or not regardless of if if people are willing to follow or listen or not i'm not here for your feelings i'm here to wake you up yeah yeah all right well i say we call this episode in the bag and then i think next episode i mean tentatively tentatively yeah that's the word i want I think we should sit here and talk about actual conspiracies that we do believe in. <laughs> uh, as long as we don't go into the whole Texan thing about flat Earth globe and then another globe and space isn't real. No, no, no. Right? no. <laughs> Neither one of us believe in that. I'm just saying. No, that would be a good one. Uh, that'll definitely be a good topic. Really interesting for next time. Uh, that is, if anybody wants to listen to us after this particular one. Right. How many people can we piss off? <laughs> Which Everybody. conspiracies do you believe in? <laughs> oh, yeah, we're getting there. So, eventually, we're going to start adding guests. So, that should be an interesting concept. Unless, after this episode, nobody wants to talk to us. Anymore. <laughs> 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 ah, fuck it. <laughs> All right. So, I'm Odin. This is Tyr. And we will see you next time. The preceding podcast is brought to you by Heimdall, Keeper of the Bifrost.